Welcome to Hemp Barons. I'm Dan Humiston, and on today's show, we're going to wrap up our interview with Joy Beckerman. On last week's show, Joy talked about her experiences growing up in the hemp industry. On today's show, she's going to talk about all the opportunities and where she sees the industry going in the next few years. Let's rejoin my conversation with Joy Beckerman. I know your life just got super busy with the passing of the 2018 Farm Bill and the hemp world just exploded. From your, from your, from your perspective, like what are some of the key drivers behind this boom right now? It's really removing the legal barriers. That's what's creating the boom. So the more the legal barriers are removed, the more companies see these opportunities, farmers, investors, entrepreneurs, large businesses, small businesses, that really has been it. Now, why did we start to get this groundswell of support at the federal level? Who are our federal legislative heroes and, and heroines? Um, and the reality is that, you know, when we look at the big two drivers here, we hear a lot about Mitch McConnell, who really helped run the farm bill this year. And folks think that he just got involved with hemp, but that's actually not true. And hey, you may have 99 problems with Mitch McConnell, but hemp ain't one. <laughs> and, and the reality is that he was one of five unpopular co-sponsors in 2013 of the very first version of the Industrial Hemp Farming Act in the Senate. The drivers have really been Senators Ron Wyden and Jeff Merkley, two Democrats out of Oregon, and Senator Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, two Republicans out of Kentucky. So we see how nonpartisan these states are. And what it all boils down to is, in Kentucky, of course, tobacco is on its way out, and also the soil is very damaged from the tobacco, needs a new rotation, a new crop to help heal the soil, to help reinvigorate the farming and industry in Kentucky. And in the same thing happening, just not with tobacco specific in Oregon, we're talking about farmers who are not growing anything. We're talking about empty warehouses, empty factories, unemployment. These legislators understood, thanks to tremendous activism by groups like the Hemp Industries Association and Vote Hemp over the years, the information matched with obvious need. That's really how it happened. The need with the information and the timing is right. You know, it was the convergence of now is the time. I really feel like the plant is in charge. Cannabis in huh. all of its forms is really what's in charge here. You know, we, we've got that ethnobotanical relationship humans do with this plant. And sometimes I think to myself, you know what? I think maybe cannabis created its own prohibition. We were not going to avoid this better living through chemistry a situation that we were in. It's part of human evolution. If cannabis didn't go away, it may very well have gone the same way as soy or corn and just been the same old, same old, uh, bastardized the crop, ruined the soil with it, don't pay any special attention to it. But instead it went away and out of our minds and our consciousness and our existence. And then it created this prohibition in underground grassroots networks. 
and folks that then began to really take it on and protect this plant and work for this plant. And what it did was it created a tremendous group of people across the world who really understand the tremendous value and significance of this plant genus, cannabis, in our lives. And so now that it is time and we need it so desperately on the planet, we need it as humans, nature needs it, the soil needs it. And now when we really need it, it is reappearing, but it is reappearing with folks who really understand it and want to protect it and steward it and make sure we're doing the right things with it for everything from business practices to regenerative agricultural practices to employment practices. It really has, I think, a tremendous role in the evolution of humanity. And without prohibition, I don't think we would be seeing that. And so I often think, was cannabis in charge even then? I think it may have been. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I mean, I've never, ever heard it that way, but you're right. It very well could have gotten destroyed had it just followed the same course as some of the other crops. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's gaze into the Joy Beckerman crystal ball. And I know a lot of our listeners are saying, geez, I want to get into the hemp industry, but I'm not sure where. And this thing's moving so quickly. But if you're gazing into the Joy Beckerman crystal ball right now, tell us where you think the opportunities are going to be next year for hemp. So next year, and and I love more the five years, right? Because building this infrastructure to make all of those products that I talked about at the very beginning um, and that service all of those industries and all of humanity's needs, it's going to take some time to actually build the infrastructure to process the stock and manufacture those products. Whereas right now, We have active markets in food and hemp extract. In fact, hemp extract or hemp-derived CBD, there are many other cannabinoids. CBD is certainly the primary one. That's where our big opportunities are right now, just because there's lots of infrastructure for Mm -hmm. the extraction of hemp. So the opportunities right now in hemp extract and CBD, and those opportunities will continue to grow because that infrastructure already exists here. There are opportunities in every area. If folks really want to invest now, not only not only in building a business, but in their education, because I get a lot of folks who, you know, yes, they're interested in hemp. What do I do? And I often say, well, if you wanted to be a car mechanic, you'd go to trade school. If you wanted to be a doctor, you'd go to medical school. And if you want to get into hemp, you're going to need education, especially because there's a lot of misinformation out there and something even more dangerous, which I call the misguided oversimplification of hemp. The big opportunities right now are going to be in creating that infrastructure. Mm -hmm. So building those processing plants. Folks generally have CBD on the mind when I say that. So please understand when I say processing facilities, I'm talking about also and mostly processing the stock for all of those valuable products that we talked about, building materials, biocomposites, textiles, papers, nanotechnology. Again, the biocellulose of hemp on the nanoscale shows that it has surface area and strength second only to carbon nanotubes and graphite whiskers. So I'm talking about processing facilities for the stock and for that very valuable seed, as well as for the flowering tops and leaves from which we can 
get these in- incredible general wellness and healing properties of cannabinoids. And ultimately, what we need to see are these processing facilities within 50 miles of every hemp biomass feedstock. So the opportunities are endless. Sure. We have a huge country, and we have a need for processing facilities within 50 miles of every hemp biomass feedstock. And one foot in front of the other, we're getting it. We, we've been asking farmers to grow a crop for which there's very little infrastructure. We've been asking in, investors and entrepreneurs to invest in the infrastructure for which there is only a, a little bit of crop. But meanwhile, we have been doing it, working in tandem together. And and if I could just give you a quick scan of America's tremendous exponential and expedited progress in hemp, the country of Canada federally started regulating hemp cultivation in 1998 with federal crop insurance and the whole bit. It made Canada the number one global source for hemp, bulk foods, and grain processing. 2017, there was the largest number of acres Country of Canada had ever grown, and that was 123,000. So between 1998 to 2017, so some 19 years, they went all the way up to 123,000 acres. Well, the United States, conversely, uh, grew just under 10,000 acres in 2016, just under 26,000 acres in 2017, and we grew nearly 79,000 acres in the United States of America in 2018. So just see how quickly we are we are really increasing the acreage. And now forget it; it's going to be you know yeah. crazy for 2000. And and we're still operating under the 2014 Farm Bill in this growing season. So that's not even the 2020 growing season will be operating under the 2018 Farm Bill, which is straight up agricultural commodities. So the acreage is really, really increasing and it's time now. That's the green light for the folks who want to invest in this infrastructure. It's safe. Come on down, (laughs) build it. The water's good. The water's warm. Come on in. (laughs) <laughs> exactly well geez you know i i told everybody before we started that you were going to enjoy this conversation and joy you didn't disappoint that's for sure Yay. i have i have all of joy's information on our website so if there's anybody has any questions just zip on our website joy it's been so good to have you on the show I just can't wait to do it again, Dan. So you just call me anytime, brother. It's, it's such a pleasure, A, talking to you. But I think as I said, this is my life's work. And I love talking about hemp. And so grateful you're doing these shows and spreading the good word. And you just call me anytime, Dan. Well, you bet on that. I will be calling you a lot. You got it. You're in my phone, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.